You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Good morning. This is Ken Sternfeld, and I am a concierge pharmacist. This is the Pharmacy Podcast Network's STAT consultation. I've been using TheraWorks Relief because it has been part of my daily routine to help me prevent muscle cramps and spasms, and I've been using it for fast-acting relief. When you use it twice a day, in the morning and before bedtime, it will prevent nighttime muscle cramps and spasms. Or if you use it three times daily, if you are ever experiencing cramps and those spasms during the day. As soon as you feel a muscle cramp or spasm coming on, use TheraWorks Relief to quickly release muscle tightness and reduce the soreness afterwards. Go to www.theraworksrelief, T-H-E-R-A-W-O-R-X, relief.com. This is Ken Sternfeld, the concierge pharmacist. Welcome to the Income Outcome Show, a podcast publication part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. The Income Outcome Show is dedicated to pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, pharmacy students, and all pharmacy professionals interested in maximizing their income and providing insights into living a financially free lifestyle. All matters discussed during this podcast are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Waypoint Strategic Advisors, LLC, and our editorial staff. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. All information and ideas should be discussed in detail with your individual advisor prior to implementation. The presence of this podcast shall in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to anyone. Waypoint Strategic Advisors, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by any government agency and are not engaged in the practice of law. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. And now here are your hosts of the Income Outcome Show, Ben Coakley with Waypoint Strategic Advisors and Joe Castleman with Pharmacist Financial. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the, the Income Outcomes Show on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is your host, Ben Coakley. I am uh, with my cohort, Joe Castleman. Say hi, Joe. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Awesome, man. Awesome. So, so Joe, man, there's been a, a lot of changes in the pharmacy world uh, since, uh, since the last time we did a podcast. We, uh, we haven't done one in a while. Uh, we've been really busy, uh, really working on honing in some solutions, and and we're going to talk about one of these solutions today. And and uh, it's kind of fitting, Joe, of kind of what happened in the uh, in the recent news. So, uh, so Joe, kind of tell me what uh, what happened in the recent news. And uh, and if you're listening to this and you got caught up in this, uh, you, you need to pay attention to this podcast because we can really help it. So, so Joe, I'm gonna turn it over to you. And yeah, and absolutely. We'll go, and we'll go through some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, if, if you haven't heard yet, you probably have, if it hadn't affected you directly. It's uh, one of the big retail pharmacies has been cutting a lot of senior pharmacists. And uh, the, the news I heard today, this morning, Ben, was that there's going to be another round very soon. And of course, you don't know for sure, but, you know, they're making, they're cutting costs because the market's changing and people, pharmacists that have been there for almost two decades or more find themselves all of a sudden out of a job. So today yeah. we're, yeah. So we're talking about what do you do when you find yourself in a job transition or, or a career career move? Maybe you planned it, maybe you didn't. But what are what are the financial things that you need to consider before, during, and after? And that's what we're yeah, going to talk I, about. Yeah, Joe, and I think that's super important because uh, 
you, you know, you know, and I could say this because my wife is a pharmacist. Um, she, uh, she chose a really inopportune time, let's say, to get out of pharmacy <laughs> school because sure. there's a ton of pharmacists on the market and there's a ton of people laying off pharmacists. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you know, Joe, I heard a stat the other day that by 2030, 80% of today's jobs is going to, are going to be automated. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so coming soon to, to a pharmacy near you, a robot who's going to fill your <laughs> prescriptions, right? Or, or mean, an ATM looking machine where you just, yeah. Type you, scan, it. You, you know, you scan your, you scan your Fitbit it has got your medical yeah. history on it, and it spits out your medication. Slide your insurance card instead of your debit card. Yeah, is that, that's where this is going, Joe. Yeah. I even heard that life insurance, Joe, this is what I heard. I heard that they're getting so good with the medical information mm -hmm. and transmitting data records that you're not even going to have to do a blood and urine if it's under a certain amount. You just do it, and a little wheel mm -hmm. will turn up, like a little counting wheel. It's just like you apply for car insurance through like – Like a quote yeah. 15 minutes, and you can actually get the coverage. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then it spits wow. out and says you're covered for a million bucks. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that's, yeah. good. that's good in one aspect, but that takes a lot of people out of work too. It, it cuts <laughs> jobs, you know, and, and again, you know, we're not here to say, you know, we're not here to say, you know, you're going to be looking for a job soon. Um, you know, our next podcast we're going to record is about how to set up a side hustle to protect yourself. But, um, or what types of side hustles to, to do to protect yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but this is something to think about. You, you have got to be prepared for a career change, whether it's intentional, unintentional, whatever that may be, and how to manage that. So, um, Joe, we came out, we came out with a, a single pager, white paper, uh, five things to do when you change careers. And, uh, and, and Joe, you know, one of the things that, one of the reasons I, I love, I love working with you is you, you've really, you really dived into or dove into whatever. That's, that's my Southern, uh, that's my Southern, uh, grammar. <laughs> hey, you are in Texas today. So I am in Texas. Yeah. So I, you know, I can mess up a few, words <laughs> uh, but, but again, the, the, what's really cool about it is, uh, you know, Joe, you, you've really, you, you dove into this and, and you came up with really five things. And what I like about it, it they're not all quantitative. A lot of, oh, them, all, a lot of, them, yeah. lot of them are financial benefits, but sure. there's some qualitative stuff that you have to think about. Qualitative and, and reflective things, you know, things to, uh, and I would say someone who's thinking about a, a career change should think about these things too. I mean, obviously they apply to if you find yourself all of a sudden without a job, uh, but they're good questions to reflect on. Even if you're, even if your job is the most stable, and your mid-career or late career, this could be also, these questions could be things that you kind of do like a mid-career checkup. You know, you can reflect upon how much progress you made and where you are, you know. So they apply to when you're in transition, but we're, you know, they, they it's kind of like a way to see where you are and, and what kind of waypoints do you need to make, you know, and are you prepared yeah. for it? So, absolutely, absolutely. So you did mention five things, Ben. So here, let's just kind of run run through the five things and then we'll get into details about them. Yep, the first one is understand what benefits follow you and which ones don't, um, you know, company benefits, the perks, et cetera, of your job. Do they follow you or not? Number two, develop a financial plan that will support your transition. Good question. We'll talk about what exactly that means. Number three, ensure the change is something you actually truly want. Hmm. Now, granted, if you didn't expect the change, that didn't apply, or it could apply actually, but is it something you actually want? And number four, mitigate the risk and cover your back. That's a big one. 
And the last one, Ben, consider how the change will not only affect you, but affect your family. And I would venture to say that the word family doesn't always just mean spouse and children. It can mean your extended family as well. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, we 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 live in a we live in a digital world, Joe, where yeah. you can work anywhere. Uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Lubbock, Texas, right now, recording a podcast. Um, you know, Joe, you're in Dallas. We're all we're all over the we're all over the map all the time, right? And uh, doing this, um, you know. But but if if you're a primary caregiver, you know, you just, you just can't change jobs. I mean, yeah. there's just like there, there's so there's so much that goes into this. Um, I actually ran into a gentleman the other day, Joe. And uh, and I would consider this guy a job hopper, a professional job hopper, a professional job hopper. <laughs> he cannot, he will not hold a job for longer than a year. Wow. Um, I actually asked him, you know, what, why, why do you have so many contentment issues? Mm. And uh, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and he was talking about all these great things and great jobs he's had. And I'm like, yeah, you've had a lot of jobs, man, but what have you actually done? Yeah. What have you accomplished? That's true. And, uh, you know, you know, so, so again, um, you know, again, we're not, we're not trying to discourage you, encourage you to to change jobs, change careers. Um, You know, you know, the the whole point of this is just giving you some things to think about. So one of the things that, um, one of the things that um, you mentioned something I think truly important here is whether you're thinking about a job change, career change, whether, whether your job's in jeopardy or not, one of the things uh, you talked about understanding what follows you. One of the things you got to know is what you have. First. Oh, absolutely. Get a clear assessment of what you have. Joe, one of the things we do is any pharmacists or anybody who's listening to this, if you want to be on, uh, if you want a, a complimentary subscription of e-money, getting your finances organized, man, yeah. how much easier, Joe, would it be to take a new job or change a career if, if you, you had your finances exactly, organized, yeah. you know, you so, exactly what you had. So even if it was unexpected, you get that notice or however they actually tell people, which that's an interesting question, by the way. I'm curious, but you find yourself one morning, you walk in and you're no longer have a job, but you already knew exactly where you were and what benefits you had. And you knew exactly what to do. You weren't happy about it, but you knew what to do. And I, I would say, Ben, most people kind of think they know what they have or maybe they used to know, but it's maybe been a while since they reviewed. So yeah, step number one, review what benefits you currently have. Yeah. And, and, and Joe, and Joe, I would recommend and also get yourself financially organized. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know, so, so it's a combination of both. Uh, Absolutely. I think, I think that all goes under financial organization. Mm-hmm. Then, then you can start to assess, Hey, number one, understand what, follows you what follow you right what yeah. benefits follow you joe and so, that's interesting what do you mean by follow i mean the word follow could mean two things to me it could mean like okay you no longer are this job or this employer and you had benefit number a or letter a you're moving to job the second job with a different employer but hey guess what they also have benefit letter a so it did follow you but it's possible that they don't have that same thing or it's not the exact type of benefit that you're used to. And you, you think it is, or maybe when you get the new job, the person that's trying to hire you will say, yeah, we got that stuff. Don't worry. You got all the best benefits in the world. Well, a lot of times they may not even show them to you until you sign on. Yeah, Joe, I think, I think, yeah. So, so I think, I think there's two paths. The path of when you go work for another corporation or another company, 
Uh, I think it's I think it's good to take your total benefits package that you have. Oh, definitely. Your total benefits package that they offer. And total benefits, I mean, that's compensation. That's mm-hmm. whatever they're offering to you. Um, you know, that's, com- that's 401k match. That's different types of insurance, health insurance. Yeah, yeah, Joe, health insurance. I mean, there's different. Some people have high deductible plans. Some people. Yep. I mean, so, you know, I had, I had a guy change a job one time because the guy said, hey, man, I got better benefit. I got better pay over here. And the guy actually took a pay cut because he had better benefits where he was from, going from. Mm-hmm. Six months later, he called, the, he called the owner back, and the owner said, sorry, man, I moved on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how about that? How about a lesson in life? How about a brutal lesson is that? Well, yeah, and I, I think what you're also communicating there is that each of those benefits that are offered to you, whichever suite of benefits there are, they have an equivalent annual compensation value. Meaning if your salary is a hundred thousand, but you get 20,000 worth of benefits, you need to understand that that's a $120,000 a year job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Whereas that's exactly right. If, if the next employer says, Hey, I'll pay you 110, which is 10,000 more, but their benefits are non-existent or, you know, kind of run the mill and don't really provide what you thought they were going to provide. You may be earning less and, yeah, and therefore you your value. You just took a pay cut yep. and, 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 and don't even realize it. Yep. I mean, yeah, 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 Joe, that, I mean, that's huge. You got to understand and compare. Now, Joe, that's one way. The second way that I think about is if I go from being employed to being self-employed. Yes, that good point. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so. Then, then so, you are the employer. <laughs> yeah, then you're your own employer, right? Well, yeah. some of these benefits may be what's called portable, right? Yes. So, uh, so, for example, if uh, there's some insurance maybe that's offered through that company that, that you can take with you. Like life maybe, insurance. Yeah, right. like life insurance. Yeah. And maybe you have a, uh, maybe you have some pre-existing conditions and you mm-hmm. can't qualify for new life insurance, but, but you can take this with you. That's super important. If you don't decide to take it with you and continue to pay that premium once you leave and you lose it, you may never get life insurance again. So, yeah. I mean, so you got to, these, these are truly huge things that, and Joe, we see them all the time. We see oh, yeah. people call us and they're like, I can't get life insurance. I had it. And we're like, we go and look, we're like, that's completely portable. Well, why yeah. didn't I know that? Well, yeah. it's, it's your responsibility. If you're listening to this, it's yours. It's, it's yeah. your responsibility. It's not your advisor, it's your employer. It's your responsibility to know that. Now, Good news is you got friends like us who can help you. Absolutely, and, and I'd recommend Ben if you even if there's not a career change in anywhere in the near future, if all of your let's pick on life insurance, if all your life insurance is only at your current employer, that's not a good way, position to be in. Okay, go ahead and get some portable coverage, meaning get some individual coverage life insurance outside of work. Take the take the cheap stuff that's at work that's maybe even paid for. Take that, but supplement it with your own. Therefore, you already created your own portable life insurance plan. Then when you move from career to career, whether it was a choice or not, you got it. You're ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. Joe, let's move on to number two here. You, All right. You get to number two, develop a financial plan that will support your transition. What Joe, is that? Well, <laughs> yeah. Support transition. That's, yeah, that's what you No, no, it's funny. How about just develop a financial plan, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, right? It's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, Joe, what's amazing, um, and, and, and I, would love to, I would love to challenge every single one of you who listen to this to call me and let me ask you 10 questions. And, and if you know the answer and you have a clear 
definitive answer to all 10 of these questions. Uh, I, I, I will, I will hang them up, Joe. I will, I will hang my boots up, hang my hat up and, and, and slowly walk out and go do something else because (laughs) it's unbelievable how many people, um, say they have a financial plan or how many people just don't have one. And, uh, you know, the people who say they do, we, you know, we ask 10 questions or so we find they're like, Oh, you know what? We better, we better tidy this up a little bit. You know, it's it's similar to, Hey, you have goals, right? Oh yeah. Do you have written down? No, no, (laughs) you know, no, you know, you know, Joe, Joe, listen, it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. I I mean, listen, we, we have a, we live this life where there's so much thrown at us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Joe, I, I, I bring up this and and if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you've, uh, you probably heard this. I bring up that 1957 study of Yale where they took the, they took the senior class graduating class and they, they asked how many of them have written goals, Joe. What was the percentage? You remember, Joe? You should know this. I've told I you. I want to say like three percent. Three percent. There you yeah. go. I'm glad yeah. you pay attention. But uh, but uh, three percent, right? And then they interviewed them twenty years. You remember the remember the remember the crux of the story, Joe? Yeah, it was essentially like those three percent made more wealth than all the other ninety-seven combined. Yeah, had more wealth. Had more wealth. Yeah, yep. just because they had written goals. Written yeah. goals. And thus, financial plan is not something. Hey. I have an idea. I'm going to wing it if something happens. No, have a plan that already anticipates a possible transition. That's what support your transition means. That dang right. Hey, yep. Listen, I, I would say, Joe, hope for the best, prepare for the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and start the preparations and have the conversation with your spouse and get financially prepared and say, hey, we're going to prepare as if I have to make it. Listen, this is this is a dynamic marketplace in pharmacy now. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably dynamic. Uh, you know, I, I wrote up, I've got a gentleman who's trying to sell his pharmacy. And uh, him and I have been working for about 18 months on selling it. And, uh, and he was trying to sell his half and, um, and his, uh, his ex-spouse was trying, was, was trying to buy it. Well, the ex-spouse said, I don't really want to buy it. So we came up with a, with a pretty ambitious plan to sell it all together. And, uh, and, uh, and he said, I, I went into this, you know, Joe, I'm good at going into monologues. You probably heard me say it <laughs> in, in, uh, in, uh, in your time with us. But uh, I, I went into this monologue about how we've been in this industry for 20 years, more, more than that, really, but focus exclusively on, on the pharmacy industry for 20 years now. And, and, and I went through like all the changes and everything going on. And he said, Ben, I, to seal the deal with my ex to sell this thing. And they've got a great offer on the table. They've got mm-hmm. one of the best offers I've seen in a long time um, for their pharmacy. He goes to seal the deal. I want you to write that in an email. And the first thing that I said is I said, Tomorrow, Joe is so uncertain. It's so dynamic. Who knew that this these uh this big box store layoffs would happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, who knew that this would happen? And uh, none of us, none of us knew that. None of us saw it coming. And uh, and I said, hey, in the email, I said, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. All I all I know is what what's right in front of me today. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and he said that is so powerful. He said, we have to make a decision with what we have in front of us today. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you know, so you have your financial situation. We don't know what's going to happen. Make the plan today. Mm-hmm. 
Don't try to make it in the midst of a career change or when you get that pink slip. Mm -hmm. Because if you do, it's going to be chaos and you're going to forget to dot an I or cross a T. And that could, that could mean you don't get life insurance like we talked about before ever again. And Absolutely. I mean, and that, and that yeah. Joe, and that, that's what keeps me awake at night. And, and that's why we, we started this whole service. Yeah. Well, and that, and kind of what you said, that goes back to some things we've talked about before and in, in presentations we've given how emotions play such a huge part in how we make the financial decisions and imagine the emotional turmoil. Even if you hated your job, you get the pink slip, you're going to be an emotional wreck for a bit. And if you didn't prepare and have that, support of your financial plan ready, man, you're just, you're going to, you're going to potentially take a bad situation and twist it up and make it even worse. Yeah. Joe, how many times, how many times did we hear at Metapreneurs when we were there in Asheville, North Carolina in April, how many, how many pharmacists came up to us and said, this is insane. I don't know what's going on. I don't know yeah. why they're making these decisions. I, I don't know how much longer I can take it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean that that's, you know, and, and, and if anybody's on this podcast, who's working uh, for one of these big box stores, this is what your people are saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm yeah, giving you a little bit exactly. of advice. Yeah. They're not liking working for you. Yeah. You may think, oh, this is great. They love me. Well, guess what? Yeah. They may tell you that to your mm-hmm. face, but behind the scenes, they're telling us, they're like, this corporate culture is toxic. It's yeah. horrible. Get me that, out of here. Yeah, and that's it because that ties right into number three, what you just said. Number three thing to consider is ensure the change is something you truly want. And that's interesting that you just said that because a lot of times people are very clear that they do not like what they currently have. You know, so they're very clear that they want something different. But on the flip side, where you're moving to, the change that is going to happen, is that something you truly want? And I think specifically what we're talking about is is the new employer, the new gig, the new endeavor, are they going to utilize your talents to your fullest potential that you would like? Are you going to feel fulfilled? Are the people, is the culture going to be what you truly want? You know, even like standards and integrity. Is it going to just be the same thing with a different name on the box? Or is it going to be something that values your, you more? Are you going to gain more value in something you truly want? You know, and I think sometimes people want out so bad where they are they just say, I'll take anything, you know, and, you know, unless, unless you absolutely just have to get out, I don't want to take something that has like worse standards, you know, I don't want to yeah. feel worse about where I am. Yeah, Joe, that, that's kind of the grass is always greener right on this yeah. kind, of, kind of thought process. I mean, ab- that's, that's why I never mowed my lawn. So <laughs> <laughs> now I hear you. I hear you. Man, my neighbor's grass is always greener than yep. mine. <laughs> makes it easy. But you know what, Joe? You know why his grass is greener? Because he puts the work in, which is what yeah. we're talking about you guys do. Put the work yeah. in. Make sure it's truly what you want. Yeah. And the grass may be greener on the other side. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and Joe, you're right. You're right. I've had people call me and they make a change. And, and, and you know, Joe, I, I, I told this story one time. And, and um, my wife and I, when we, when we met, um, you know, I was, she was the first woman that I ever told I loved. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and, and I was the first man that she ever told she loved. And last, by the way. And, and last, yes, by the way, and last, uh, that was, yeah, I, whether, whether she keeps hangs on to me or not, it's going to be the last for me. I can tell you that. But, yeah. uh, but, uh, but, but, the, but I had a friend in college 
And he, he'd go out on a date, a date, and then like three days later, they'd be, they'd be dropping the I love you. Oh, man. And, and so now, 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 I'm not, I'm not here to say that's good or bad, right or wrong, but, but what I realized was that this particular young man, he was in love with the idea of being in love. And I don't know if you have you ever heard that, Joe? The idea of being in love? Yeah. Yeah, he was in love with the idea of being in love. Yes. And so so sometimes we're we are we need we feel like we need to make a change just because for change's sake, right? Just because we're in love with the idea, oh, this is gonna be new. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? That like that job hopper I recommend. I I I, I rep- as soon as the honeymoon, as soon as that euphoric feeling wore off with that new job, guess what? Mm-hmm. He was going to a new one. You know, I have to I have to interject. I love what you just said. And as you know, I'm getting married in October. And my fiance and I, she's a wonderful woman. We were talking the other day, and we've had our ups and downs, just like any normal couple. And and she she made a comment that I, I will never forget the rest of my life. She said, look, most people view relationships where the first two years or, or whatever period is the honeymoon period. And then it turns blah or normal or mundane or whatever. And she said, I believe it's the opposite. I believe the first couple of years is the hard part. And then you figure out how to really be with each other. And then it becomes the honeymoon for the rest of your life. And I thought that was the most beautiful thing, you know? So Tying that into job change, if you switch jobs just because you think the honeymoon's over, you really need to be looking for somewhere that you can develop into a honeymoon. You know, develop into something that you can feel good for the rest of your career, potentially. Yeah. Don't view it as, hey, this is going to be good for a while, and and then, you know what, I'll make a change later if I have to. No, find a place where you can develop into that, that purposeful, fulfilling career that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, that's, that's, that's called maturity, man. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's called maturity. You know, my wife and I will be married seven years and listen, it, it's, we've had our ups and downs, like you said, and, 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 uh, but neither one of us have ever thought about jumping ship, uh, because the honeymoon's over. We, we are, our, our love is maturing to a point where I, I, I love this. I love her so much. And I love everything about her. I love her more today than I did the day I met her. Uh, because I know more about her, and so so again, it, it, it uh, Joe, this is almost I'm almost 20 years working with pharmacy owners, almost mm-hmm. 20 years, man, and and I love it more today than I did. You know why? Because I know so much more. Oh yeah, and so much more. So let's talk about number four. Okay, mitigate risk and uh, see. It says cover your back. I love yeah. that, but it's and that's this is the polite version. Yeah, this is the polite version, and the internal <laughs> version. It's uh, cover your. So, yeah. So, so let's talk about covering your, your butt yeah. and uh, mitigating risk. And this is important because this has many dimensions, but the first thing I think of is not so much the, the dot and I's cross and T's legal documents, even it's more of the reputation. Cause like you said before, in today's digital world and we're, you know, your reputation follows you. That's a benefit that can follow you if, if you view that as a benefit. But if you if you turn it into something negative, you got to be careful. You know, even if you don't like the person you work for, leave better than when you came. You know, leave it leave a better impression than when you came. And because I think people, I don't know how it works exactly, but people just can kind of sense well, like, hey, I, 
I kind of got a bad taste from you or something, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you know, you know, we, uh, I, you know, I'm a Clemson football grad and, and, uh, you know, our coach Dabba Sweeney, uh, he, uh, he, he's, he's unbelievable self, self-made man. I mean, he came from nothing. And, uh, but, but he, uh, he, he, he has two sayings that I love. First one, he says, uh, to be an overachiever, you have to be an overbeliever, which I love that. But, um, the second one is bloom where you're planted. Yes. Yes. Joe, Joe, you know, I mean, we live in, we live in a world, we live in a world, right. Where everybody's completely unhappy with, Oh, I don't, I don't make enough. My cousin, my cousin came to me one day and he goes, Man, I love my job. I just don't make enough money. And I asked him, I said, well, what have you done this year, son, to make yourself worth more to that company? Oh, yeah. Think about that, Joe. Yeah. Instead of quit griping, quit, quit complaining. Yeah. And listen, I, listen nothing – I'm going to go on one of my monologues here, but nothing upsets me more than a human being complaining about his or her position in life and doing nothing about it. Exactly. I mean, I mean come on. Yeah. If you're unhappy with what you're earning, make yourself more valuable. Put mm-hmm. Netflix down at night. Quit yeah. watching. Quit binge watching Game of Thrones for yeah. the love of Pete, because we yeah. talk about that in our office all the time. <laughs> binge watching of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Quit binge watching Game of Thrones and read a book. Yeah, read a book. Yeah, read a book. Go take a class on how to get how to make yourself better. Yeah, but you're right, Absolutely. Joe. Your reputation. Your job history, especially in today's environment, if you if you find yourself all of a sudden laid off from a big box that you've been forever, you need to be the most valuable to the next potential employer as well. And and people, look, you have a pharmacy degree, you're a registered pharmacist, PharmD. If that's all you have, and you're not striving for more, then you find yourself out of work. How are you going to stand above everybody else? You know. And that yeah. that's reputation, and that's your striving. What was the phrase you said? Don't bloom or bloom where you. Yeah, bloom where you're planted, right? Bloom where you're planted. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joe, Joe, th- and 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 the reason, again, if you if you are if you're just starting out and you're a technician, right, and you're brand new in a job, I mean, you're gonna be the low person on the totem pole, right? You're gonna be the you're the newest to you. Listen, you sometimes you're gonna get all the all the all the stuff that nobody else wants to do. Oh yeah. But you know what? If you do it great and you do it with a great attitude, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be there very long. Because I will tell you this hard work and a great attitude are two things that are desperately wanted. Yeah. Joe, so, I have Joe, Joe. Matt and I have 14 employees. We would love to find people. And you know what our number, our most important, there's two things that we hire for. Number one, you got to share our values. Mm -hmm. But number two, you got to have a great attitude. Yep. If you don't have those two things right off the bat, you're not going to fit in with our culture. Yeah. You know, so work hard have a great attitude. Uh, you know, you know, Joe and Chick-fil-A, I'm gonna pick on Chick-fil-A. Now you may, you know, if you're listening to this, you may have your own personal opinions about Chick-fil-A. I don't care. I know their corporate culture is unbelievable. Yeah. I I was hungry before we started this. Yeah. 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 You're going to have to buy me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Their, their customer service is legendary. Oh yeah. Okay. Legendary across the fast food industry. 
any of their managers, Joe, when you go into their management program, you know, they make you work every, they pay you, they pay you the equivalent wage of every position. So you got to work the mm. fry. You got to cook fries. You got to, you got to make sandwiches. You got to, no, no, yeah. you got to work every single part of it. That's awesome. Yeah. No, isn't that cool? Isn't that yeah. really cool? They want you to know what it's like to work your way up through the system. And, the, and and again, if they see you doing that, you know, the, the people are going to say, wow, that's the manager. He's here cooking fries with me, you know? And, um, and, and you know, what's unbelievable. We, we know several managers of Chick-fil-A's uh, actually one of them's on our board of advisors. They, um, they tell us that even the fry cook, you know, they come to them and they say, what's your goal? And the guy said, I'm not being a fry cook. I'm going to be a manager of this place one day. And so, so guess what? They have a great attitude. They're the best fry cooks. Mm, yeah. You know, so. Because that's so, where you are in that moment. You got to, yeah. You bloom where you're planted, right? Yeah, bloom where you're planted. Some of us guys, some of us, you know, we, we, we can determine our, uh, we, you know, we're blessed to determine sometimes our station in life. Sometimes we just got to start out and we got to work, keep our nose, keep our nose to the grindstone, have a great attitude, work hard. And, and, and you work your way up. And if you be, if you're the best at everything you, every job, you be the best you can be and maximize your potential for that particular job. You will not be in it long because you know what, Joe, not 80%, 80% of the workforce. I don't know. It's 80. I don't, that's a, that, that could be yeah. a high number, but a big portion of it are just there to collect the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and again, you, you, you are going to blow by them. In a heartbeat, because you're because you will set yourself apart. All yes. right, Joe, we're coming up on time here. Let's talk right. about this last one, this qualitative one about affecting your family. This is yeah. a, a huge. I'd say this one is probably here. one of the more important. I mean, they're all important, but this is big. And it even even if and we say family, but even if you're single with no dependents, it's your quality of life as well. And I was talking to somebody today. Uh, a client of ours that was talking about how she took a $20,000 pay cut from her previous job about a year ago, but she only has to drive five minutes each day instead of an hour and a half. Okay. Whether you're single or you have a huge family that is going to enhance your family life, you know? So I think of stuff like that. How will this change your home life at home? You know, and that to me, that's a, that, that's a good example. Um, are, are you going to be able to, are you going to have a different schedule? You're going to have to travel more, travel less. If there is a difference in income, how will that affect your family? Well, if you don't have that financial plan and, or, and have organization, you may not even know. But you might may find, hey, our family can get by with less because we have more quality of life now. Yeah, yeah, Joe. And, and I think we'll, we'll end it on this. Um, All right. there, there's, there's, there's more than one way to measure success. Absolutely. Financial is one way. Uh, quality of life is another personal family. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, you know, so, so there's way more factors that go into making a career change than just making more money. Yeah. Uh, if you watch TV and popular culture will have you believe that you make more money, the happier you are. Well, I'm just going to tell every single one of you that's, that's a bunch of bunk. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. Uh, I have seen wealthy guy, but Joe, which one of the, one of the wealthiest guys I know, I knew, let me say, I knew 
uh, went missing about two weeks ago. Mm. The reason I know this is that his ex-wife rents one of my condos. Mm. Extremely wealthy. Went missing. And uh, they had no idea where he went. Well, they finally found him. And, uh, and, and, the, and this particular gentleman had committed suicide. Mm. Has more money than majority of us on this call combined. Was, 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 was unfulfilled in some way so deep that yeah, yeah. I mean I mean it, it it's you know you know um there I know another story of a gentleman who owned a home remodeling company in, in Somerville and uh he had so much so much money so much wealth and no one knew how completely miserable he was he he drove up to the courthouse to go pay his uh, to go pay pay his property tax one day, and I don't know if he couldn't afford to pay it. I don't know what happened, but uh, but but he ended up killing himself in the parking lot of the courthouse. Courthouse. Hmm. So the Crazy. simple fact is, do not believe that you have to make more money to be to no. be happy. And I think a good way to wrap up today on a positive is this: is that is whether you find yourself in a transition or you are not, but you want to anticipate one. Be happy with where you are, okay? And if you do find yourself in a transition that you weren't planning for, didn't like, make the most out of it, okay? I know that's easier said than done sometimes, but it's your choice, your life, your happiness, your family. Yep, 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 Joe. So uh, well, I'm a, that's a great way to finish up. My, uh, my minister said the other day, he said, sometimes your provision in life is big, sometimes it's small. Yep. Either way, you need to be happy. Yep. You need to be happy with, with what the good Lord has given you. And, uh, you know, and uh, again, I, I just feel like uh, that, that that's a huge, huge part of it. So, Absolutely. all right, Joe, how do we get in touch with uh, you, my man? Yeah, uh, if you guys uh, want to get in touch with us or you want a copy of this uh, one pager that we've been talking about today, uh, you can reach us out on LinkedIn, Joe Castleman, it's spelled C-A-S-S-E-L-M-A-N, or Ben Coakley, C-O-A-K-L-E-Y. Or you can email us, ben at waypointus.com, or joe, the letter C, at waypointus.com. Or what's the number they can call, Ben? Yeah, 843-873-4420. Or you can text the word transition Mm. to that number, 843-873-4420. Perfect. If you text transition, we know you're going to listen. We know you have listened to this podcast. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, so Joe, thank you for your time, brother. Thank you, man. Uh, great, great job today and uh, uh, appreciate it as well. I want, I want to plug one thing. Coming up soon, we're going to be talking about um, side hustles that we know of that we've seen people be successful with. So if you want to diversify and have a, an income coming from outside your current employer uh, to, to, to create a little bit of uh, less dependency on them, uh, just in case they lay you off or cut hours back, we've got that coming up. But we're also, Joe, we're also doing one with, uh, with Lisa Larder, uh, mm. which is uh, she is a renowned empowerment marketing specialist uh, who can help give you great advice on, uh, on how to start your own business. And, uh, and, and, and Joe, we started our own business. Joe, you started your own business. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the most fruitful things we've ever done. We've worked for ourselves. 
We work flexible hours. So the things that a lot of a lot of the pharmacists tell us we have because we started our own business. Well, she's going to go into all the things that you can think about, and uh, and uh, we're working on some great little kind of giveaways too with her. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, so Joe, we're uh, we got a lot of good things planned, and uh, so we look forward to hearing from everybody. Yeah, so Thanks stay so. tuned. Interested in learning more about maximizing your income and living a financially free lifestyle? Contact the Income Outcome Show today to learn more about your financial possibilities and best practices in managing your money to create opportunities for lasting wealth. Go to PharmacyPodcast.com under the contact section and send us a message and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Thanks for listening to the Income Outcome Show, a podcast publication part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.